Happy New Year, everyone. This is Mike Epstein, and welcome to Speaking of the Arts. At the end of 2016, I made a special announcement on behalf of our booking agency, Epstein and & Company, and in case you missed it, starting in 2017, we have decided to give back in the form of a special fund for music students who would otherwise not be able to afford private lessons. This means that from now on, every time you book one of our artists, you are helping to empower a music student in need. To accomplish this, we are partnering with an organization called the Music Link Foundation, and today's guest just so happens to be the founder and director, Dr. Joanne Hartunian. Before we begin the episode, here's a little about Joanne. She currently serves on the George Mason University piano faculty and coordinates the various piano pedagogy programs, as well as the music education graduate seminars covering topics concerning artistic and musical talent development. Active internationally as a consultant in the areas of piano, music, artistic thinking, creativity, and the arts, Joanne regularly presents sessions at MTNA and NAGC conferences. She recently was plenary speaker at the Pacific Asian Conference on Giftedness in Singapore and the International Symposium on Gifted Arts in Seoul, Korea, speaking on musical talent, identification, and gifted arts education for all students. Joanne is well known for editing and writing almost 30 teaching publications, including Explorations in Music, a Comprehensive Curriculum in Theory, Ear Training, Analysis, and Creative Composition. Her pedagogy text, Fourth Finger on B-Flat, Effective Strategies for Teaching Piano, is a major text for college pedagogy programs across the country. Joanne, what a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for being here. Oh, well, thank you for asking me. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I agree. I'm very excited to talk to you. Um, and as I had mentioned, last year my agency was trying to figure out the best way we could give back, and we wanted to uh, ultimately help students in need um, who couldn't take private lessons otherwise. And imagine my pleasant surprise when I came across the Music Link Foundation uh, you and I had a good conversation at the end of the year, and I thought this would be a perfect way to expose our listeners and really a wider audience for what it is you guys do. So to start, I'm going to let you take it away. And could you describe what the foundation is and, and how it works for someone who's never heard of it? Sure. First of all, I want to thank you for showing such an interest in Music Link Foundation. Uh, it'll make a great deal of difference for us uh, for this partnership throughout 2017, which happens to be our 25th anniversary of the Music Link program. Uh, how does it work? Well, actually, it's pretty simple. It, it requires, as you can see, music linking, and uh, students who um, are in need, uh, which is established by the financial availability for free or reduced lunch are nominated by uh, teachers or uh, parents or whoever on our website, and we have coordinators who link those students with teachers who agree to accept Music Link students for whatever they can pay uh, for as long as they want to learn music. It's, it's very simple, a simple link. Our teachers are professional uh, music teachers, and um, they agree to pay. They agree to accept students for a reduced price, sometimes almost nothing. Um, and then we have had students who've been in Music Link for many years, all the way through their education. So it, it's wonderful um, how they grow as musicians. In fact, our mission is to create musicians one student at a time, and uh, we've grown. Uh, all across the country now, we have over 6,500 kids in the program, and um, 
I mean, we've reached 6,500 kids, and the teachers have uh, donated uh, in-kind instruction that's equivalent to almost $12 million. So um, they really care about wanting to help students, and uh, the students get quality uh, education and long-term musical training, uh, which we're very pleased about. We, well, we don't... Yeah. No, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say congratulations on celebrating 25 years. Yes, yes, we are very pleased about that. And we have teachers who actually have been teaching almost that length of time through Music Link. They're so dedicated to the program. And they may have had one student, five students through the years. We keep linking them to teachers, uh, the students to teachers who are interested in helping and, and providing this instruction. So we have Hall of Fame teachers and sometimes uh, with high honors if they've been teaching for 15 years or more. Um, so it's it's really amazing that we have these wonderful teachers that want to help students. And important to realize, we don't pay the teachers. They do this because they want to do this, and they'll accept whatever nominal fee the, the student can pay um, and just want to help that student. And it's sort of like my student that he can they can see growing through the years of musical training. Uh, and, and they thank us for the experience, even though we're not, we do provide uh, discounts and we have many music uh, business partners in publications and music stores and dealers who help also. So everybody works together to be able to help these students. Oh, it's so wonderful. And it seems like the reach is very comprehensive. Um, I read that overall 50 states and four Canadian provinces have been sort of service throughout the 25-year history. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, we, we recently started reaching into Canada, and interestingly enough, uh, the range of student ages uh, is from even the preschool uh, early childhood classes all the way up to seniors in high school. And uh, Canada seems to have uh, linked with us specifically for early childhood programs, which is interesting, and we really do know that music is important right from the very start. Um, so that oh, we're couldn't agree more. That. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me the story of how you actually came to found the, the program. Well, it's kind of interesting in a way. As you heard from the uh, intro about what I've been doing, um, I was getting my Ph.D., in, uh, and my dissertation was, was on um, recognizing potential musical talent and developing it. And so, you know, it's really a lot of work doing that, and I was knee-deep, literally, in books that I was researching on how how do you develop this musical talent, how do you identify this musical talent. And uh, reading all the different uh, books, I came across one single sentence that said, so many other gifted programs, it's so difficult to know how to develop it. But with music, if you link a, a student with potential, with a private Music teacher, just sit back and watch what happens over the years. And I said, hello, I can do this because I had lots of connections with professional music teacher organizations, and there's not one teacher I know that wouldn't take a student who would be eager to learn. Um, so that, that's how it began, and it began in Virginia. Um, and they, they started out with just a small uh, $1,000 scholarship of some sort, and then it has grown and blossomed so that we can reach, uh, you know, national uh, level students. But basically that's how it began, and, uh, and we've kept it very simple in that simple idea of linking one student 
with one teacher and uh, and sitting back and letting them um, do what they do so well with that instruction. Um, and we also do keep, of course, uh, close tabs on what's happening with uh, uh, assessment of student progress, and we have done some research about what the impact of these uh, this ongoing musical training can do to disadvantaged students, and we're we're really pleased with what we have seen uh, through that research. That is so wonderful. What, what would you what do you attribute uh, these successful numbers to in terms of just the sheer amount of hours that teachers have been willing to do this for? Well, I don't know if if your listeners have ever taken private lessons uh, in an instrument. They understand the relationship between the student and the teacher. It's not just taking lessons. There's really a close relationship uh, that grows. And how many uh, other occupations can you say is a one-on-one occupation in, uh, in an intimate setting over many years of, of learning together? Um, I think that's what's unique about uh, this type of, of uh, instruction. There are many, many programs across the country that reach into uh, you know, low-income neighborhoods and bring in uh, class lessons for a certain amount of time, and they're trying to see how that might improve their academic standing or something. But we're just interested in creating musicians. Um, and, and by doing that, interestingly enough, when we researched, we researched with students who were 18 years or older had been in Music Link for five years or more, and now they're adults. And uh, what what was the one thing that they noticed about in their musical training or what music meant to them? And overwhelmingly, the relationship between the teacher and the student was what they felt was the most important. Some of them won competitions. Some of them did okay. Some of them, uh, all of them, uh, bring music into their lives and still have them in their lives. But the most important thing for them was the relationship with the teacher. Um, and we have had instances where those teachers were in situations where these, these children um, may have had lots of problems in their life. I know one teacher actually uh, served as the parent in, in you know, parent-teacher conferences because the father was in jail, the mother had two or three jobs, and so the teacher, the music teacher, became almost part of the family. And that's not an isolated incident in, in Music Link. Well, I can certainly relate to that, uh, the idea that I had a very good relationship with my private instructor when I was in high school. We're still in touch to this day, and um, I'm thankful for all the time. And even now, the sort of advice I, I get from this person, it's been something that I've been so grateful in my life. And I think that's a really good point that you're making, that these relationships that are formed for these students who continue them as they get older, especially at that crucial time when you're becoming an adolescent, you're becoming a young adult, it's very important, and it's it's someone that is giving you a unique perspective on music, which really, as you know, permeates throughout so many aspects of our lives. Yes, that's true. And remember that these are students who may not have your normal um, relationships uh, in general because of the financial difficulties in their lives. Um, so that, the interestingly enough, that, that music teacher plays a, a, an important role for the whole family because they they, they are become close, the family, the parents, uh, and the teacher and the student. It's almost like a triangle of support because everybody is, wants this student to do well, and, and the student has potential to do well. So um, uh, I think that that's – I know I, you know we're not trying to create uh, uh, 
students that are going to become concert artists. That's not what we're after. And when we say promising students, we're talking about students who just show this eagerness to learn and and have the dedication to follow through and practice. Um, and we provide instruments and music and so that we give them all that they want. But actually, we're really amazed when, when, we, when we, someone said to us, well, you know, what kind of success rate can you say you've had with these students? And so that was part of our research. And um, interestingly enough, remember, these are students who are free and reduced lunch, um, at low income, and 99% of them went on to college. Of this, wow. Yeah, 99%. We were astounded, astounded. And uh, at least um, 40% received some kind of scholarship, most of those scholarships for, for musical uh, abilities. So we did it. We're doing our job, and, we're, and that's what we're very proud of, that, that, that uh, we did create these musicians, and they are out there now. Uh, and then the little ones that are first starting, what can we do to help them? And uh, everyone works together, the coordinators, the teachers, the local organizations, and the state organizations. Whatever they can do to provide help, they do. And our business partners are wonderful. Uh, they provide free music uh, for, for the young students who are just starting and discounts, many discounts. So we've got everybody trying to help, like a community or a, what are they, it takes a village kind of a thing. Well, we have this village across the country with all of our business partners and uh, organizations that help us. But the teachers are the heart and soul of the program. That's so wonderful. Are there and students can take pretty much any instrument. How does how does that work specifically? If I yes. was a student and I and I wanted to see if I could, or if I was a parent and had a student, uh, sorry, a child, and wanted to learn more about this. Yes, they can take any instrument. Again, we have to find a teacher who teaches that instrument that's close to them. Uh, but we do actually even have some teachers that teach through Skype, um, so that we can even try to to uh, work with that. Um, but a majority of our teachers, I'd have to say, are piano teachers, and usually that's the way a lot of uh, students start lessons. But we have the all of the others, and voice, you know, voice and all the strings and the brass and, and winds, um, and early childhood, as I said. So we try to uh, offer whatever we can. And uh, and also, if there's anyone listening who is a, who would love to volunteer for the organization and, and be one of our teachers, it's so easy to go on our website, www.musiclinkfoundation.org, uh, and then just fill in uh, the volunteer form, which is right there. And then there might even be people who are listening who actually are doing this. Oh, I'm already teaching a student for less than half my price, and uh, I've been doing it for a while, so that they actually could be a Music Link teacher, and they can go on the website and register that student and receive these uh, discounts for what they're doing uh, and be part of our family, our national family that we're, that we're growing for, for teachers. So that's another thing that I'm hoping that people who are listening uh, would, would want to do that. And in reference to the wonderful way in which you're trying to um, support us uh, through through the you know uh, contributions from from your organization and bookings, um, we also are now in the in the process of a an online campaign um, for our 25th anniversary, which they can see also if they go on musiclinkfoundation.org. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was actually going to I was going to read I was going to read a little bit about that so people could participate. So, so you mentioned it's the 25th anniversary, and I noticed the goal at the end of this month, January, is to raise fifty thousand dollars. 
the last time I checked, which was last night, it looks like you guys were at just about the 40K mark. Right. So, yeah, so how can someone listening get involved and, and help you guys reach your goal by making a donation? Easy. You just go on to, um, you, you see a nice, big, fat, juicy donate button <laughs> on the top, <laughs> of our, <laughs> top of our homepage. You can't miss it. Yep. We, also, we also have a second site, which is called Fund Music Link, which talks about the different ways that you can, uh, you can uh, fund the, the program by different kinds of organiz- uh, activities. We have play-a-thons. Student teachers in their own um, studio have promised practice kind of activities, but just basic donations. The easiest way is to go onto the website and, and click that Donate button. And it's done through Network for Good, which recognizes reputable charitable organizations. So um, that's how we have the donations, uh, you know, affiliated with a, a reputable kind of uh, uh, donation organization. Uh, right. Most most nonprofits will deal with Network for Good. Right. That's musiclinkfoundation.org. And I'll post the link to that on the episode notes for this when we post it online so people good. can click through. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious in general, how do you, how do you find new donors? Well, that's a good question. Well, we do reach out uh, to the businesses that we deal with. Um, we do uh, have bi-monthly e-links so that if people just want to see what's going on, we do reach out for that. We've got a, an annual campaign in December where we send out our annual reports. Um, and uh, we do have a Facebook that they can look at as well. So all of these things we're trying to reach out. We're, we're growing in that Internet um, business of connecting, um, but we, we, uh, we do just try to link out as much as we can through uh, business connections with music stores and things like that. Got it. Um, looking back over 25 years, and again, congratulations, what would you say are some of the things that stand out to you that you're most proud of? Well, you know, um, I these are my kids. You know, I, I I've seen them go grow in in the process, and and I just am so pleased when I see what they've become, whether in music or in another field. Um, so for the kids, uh, I mean, I there's several. There's one uh, who was one of our earliest students, and he was blind by the age of ten. And we helped him actually had certain kinds of uh, recording equipment that he could use to be able to record and uh, and slow slow the music down, but not the pitch. It, it, there's interesting things to do that because we we couldn't help him with music because uh, he couldn't see the music. But he had he grew into a fine jazz pianist. Um, his name is Justin Kauflin, and he is a wonderful pianist and has performed at. Uh, Kennedy Center several times, and has e- he's even under the the tutelage of um, ah, uh, I can't remember now. He's a he 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 toured with uh, several prominent uh, jazz musicians, and was even in a um, a movie about jazz jazz trumpeter Quincy Jones. I knew I'd remember. Okay. And yes, we, and actually, I've, <laughs> I've definitely heard of Justin. I, that's amazing. I had no idea he was part of the program. Yes, he's one of our alumni, and I'm very proud of him. He's a lovely, lovely, wonderful person. Um, we have several who are teaching uh, in in colleges, and some are in orchestras. Um, but we have others who've gone into um, chemistry and and, and uh, medicine and um, 
molecular biology, architecture. So, you know, it's not that we're trying to, but they still have music in their lives. A lot of them continue with church music. A lot of them like doing chamber music or accompanying. So um, we're just pleased to see that. So for the kids, I'd have to say that we did create musicians, and I'm very proud of that. But I am so proud of our teachers. There's nothing more special than taking a student under your wing and accepting them through instruction and for many, many years creating that bond. I am so proud of them. It, you know, the numbers are one thing, but it's really that one-on-one -on -one relationship that I'm so proud of, that that's what's at the heart of the program, and uh, I'm very proud of that. Oh, it's so wonderful. A lot of our listeners are are people who are responsible for presenting concert seasons worth of music. Um, for example, I know so you guys are based in Richmond, so we work with the University of Richmond as an example at the Modlin Center. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these presenters have in their programs built-in connections with schools and school programs, and they try as best as possible to do outreach for students, whether it's offering discounted concert tickets or, or you know, workshops or whatever. I mean, the whole, the whole range. So would, if, I was a, if I was someone in that position and I wanted to see if there's anybody in my city um, who might be a music link teacher or if I knew anybody who I thought, gee, they would be perfect for this program, would I find more information to that regard on the website? Right, and they can always just send an email and, and explain exactly what they'd be interested in doing, and we'll get back to them on that because there's a variety of things we can do. I know that um, Earth, Wind, and Fire is on our you know, advisory board, and, we, and they had offered free tickets to any venue that they were doing and when they were touring, and, and the kids loved that. You know, so they had that opportunity to be able to see them. Um, and, and, we, and we do have uh, other symphonies that offer tickets uh, and so that this would be similar to what you're talking about, I believe. So knowing that there's an uh, a music link program in the areas where they're going to be presenting would be wonderful, and, and they would take advantage of that for sure. And if there's an opportunity that it's the kind of thing where a kid could actually perform, that would be absolutely thrilling. <laughs> Excellent. And what's the best email address for people to inquire to? Um, well, it would be um, either info at musiclinkfoundation.org is probably your best bet. Okay, and we can post that on the show notes, too. Yes. Great. Yeah, I think that's important because I think people are going to want to reach out when, when they listen to this. Okay. Very good. Well, we're over well, to any question that they, they have about it, and uh, I'm just so pleased to be able to talk to you today and to have them have the opportunity to hear what we're all about because I think we're pretty special. I agree. <laughs> well, um, maybe to wrap up here, what are you most looking forward to in 2017 for the program? Well, one thing that we're very proud of is that uh, the Music Teachers National Association is going to be awarding us um, their most prestigious award um, for being the most outstanding music organization um, in, in providing, uh, not outstanding music, but in other words, promoting music to the full extent across the country. Um, and only one other organization has received that award, which was Baldwin Piano. And so that this is very special for us to be recognized by the Music Teachers National Association. That's going to happen in March, and so we're very pleased about that. Um, and we're going to be at that convention with bells and whistles and champagne and everything to uh, 
to celebrate our 25th anniversary. Uh, we're going to try to reach 25 new uh, piano or music dealers in this this year, and uh, that would helpfully, hopefully, uh, provide more incentive for donations and active MusicLink uh, experiences for our students connected with these businesses. And we're putting you down as one of those. <laughs> well, congratulations <laughs> on this recognition. It is so well-deserved. Thank you. Thank you. We're proud of that. Absolutely. Well, Jan, this has really, really been great. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, and I'm excited to um, build our relationship together. I really hope everybody listening will go to musiclinkfoundation.org and help Jan and the organization reach their $50,000 mark. They're so close. And, um, again, congratulations on the exciting stuff that you've got coming up this year. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm very pleased to have spoken to you today. Well, thanks again, and we'll certainly be in touch. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.